Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian, my co-host today, making his... 2022 offseason debut, Scott Fish. What's going on, Charge? Man, it's been too long. Yes. We've missed you. Yeah. Listeners yeah. have missed you. I've missed your beard. Yeah, I know. It's, it's as long it's as get, I've seen it on it's you. Getting, it's getting long now. It is. I decided I'm not going to shave it until the Vikings win a Super Bowl. All that right. could be months from <laughs> okay, now. Okay, ZZ Top. <laughs> it could be months. It could be months from now. Do they win a Super Bowl? <laughs> yes. Yeah, just 11 months from now. <laughs> 11, 300, 400 All months. Right. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, some... Some number of months. Uh, the focus of the show is all the off-season machinations that we've had. And, Scott, there's so many that we've decided to limit our scope here mm-hmm. to players who move teams. So we're not doing Kirk Cousins' extension. We're not even doing Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady staying with their team somewhat unexpectedly. Yeah, um, We're going to focus on new players and new places. And mm-hmm. we might hit some of the other, you know, some of those things later on. Uh, but, you know, in those cases... It's more like, you know, you already know about Tom Brady yep. in Tampa. It yeah. doesn't have all of the talkability and all the. If you're listening to a fantasy football stuff. podcast on Mar- in March. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tom Brady's with the Bucks. Yes. And you know, most of what that already means. Yes. Probably. Yes, you do. Uh, by the time people hear this, Deshaun Watson probably has a new home. But in this moment, Friday afternoon on the 18th. Yep of March, we don't know where he's going to end up quite yet. So we'll be keeping, keeping that might be the, a, the, a topic of next week's podcast. I think I'm sure very good chance for that. So let's begin here. Speaking of quarterbacks in new places, I'd like to start with some of the quarterbacks. 
Russell Wilson going to the Broncos adds a fourth talented quarterback to a stacked AFC West. Oh, boy. And I want to get your initial thoughts on this. And let's start with Russell Wilson, who, in my estimation, his fantasy value is relatively unchanged as he goes from an offense that had two good receivers in it to an offense Mm -hmm. with two, maybe three good receivers in it. Yep. Two, maybe three good ones. Their defense is better. So he may not have to put up as many points, might not be fighting back comebacks Mm -hmm. like he used to, um, better running back, better running back. They'll have Mm -hmm. a better running game. If he keeps that efficiency though, with an uptick in volume, that'd be pretty nice. But yeah, yeah, I, I, it didn't move, move him a ton for me, except it maybe made me feel a little more secure with him. Like I used to feel like Russell can have these stretches, especially at the end of the season where you're not confident starting him. And I think it puts him in that category where I'm like, he can be an every week starter. I'll draft him late, but he could go almost every week. Yeah, I think that's probably the case. Cortland Sutton gets a bump up. Jerry mm-hmm. Judy gets a bump up for sure. And one of your favorite guys, Albert O. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yep, Albert. Uh, I I love it. I, I think that they traded away Fant knowing that Aquibunum nice <laughs> um, could, uh, could really fill in that role. He's really the only tight end pass catcher they have now. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get some look. Uh, I believe in this offense, and I think for especially for anybody who can wait, maybe even another year. Is he? Th- this will be a third year. This will be his third year. I this think. will be yeah. his third year. So I don't know if this is the breakout year, but you know, if he's my second tight end, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Well, you know, after the first six or seven tight ends, it's kind of a cluster anyway. It so and he's a high upside play. He, you can draft him late after this top six or seven tight ends. Everybody thinks they're going to find a guy. Man, more often than not, Robert Tunyon does not produce, no. you know, and no. whoever that guy touchdowns. is, yeah, whatever, whoever, whatever that guy is that you were looking for to help you at tight end, man, it doesn't come along very often. Okay. Where does this leave Seattle? I mean, now this almost totally daggers, <laughs> totally daggers, uh, the DK, DK Metcalf, Tyler yes. Lockett, yep. right. And yep. that's going to be a problem until they solve I, it. Although Matt Ryan could end up there. I think there's something to be said that, Drew Locke, if he is the quarterback, he does throw a decent amount of YOLO balls deep. Though. So, yeah. Which works for both those guys. Yeah, really. it works for both those guys, but I think it's still just going to be a lot of running and we're going to miss the efficiency. It, it, you'll have startable weeks from them, but you can't like him as much. You like DK Metcalf tweeting, uh, you guys want to lay off Drew Locke? <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if Metcalf, probably not Metcalf, but I wouldn't be shocked if Lockett gets traded. They, they feel like they're in a rebuild and it feels like there's some teams. But do looking. they, I mean, there were some, some media reports in the last 24 hours saying that they were interested in, in Matt in Ryan. Matt Ryan. And that's the, yeah, right. I mean, Matt Ryan for sure is not a rebuild quarterback. Okay. They are in a rebuild, but they may not realize it. <laughs> well, yeah. You'd think, you'd think they would because of the older players they've let go. Bobby yep. Wagner. Right. And yeah. of course, Russell Wilson, but maybe, maybe not, maybe not, you know, it's a team that's traded away so many uh, early round picks yeah. in the past. Fans value doesn't change for me. He goes to a, you know, low volume offense that you, with the same quarterback with yeah, one of the, right. that he had yeah. two years yep. ago. Yeah. I think that's probably about right. Okay. Let's go over to, Carson Wentz is your new quarterback of the Commanders. Yes. The um, commanders. I don't hate Wentz as much as everybody else. I seems don't to either. Hate Wentz. I, I don't love him, but I, like I was in on him last year. I thought he'd be a good value behind that awesome offensive line, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. 
Well, the total numbers for him were not that bad. Not, not I terrible. think he had a seven interception season. Everybody thinks he's he makes all of these horribly detrimental plays. Yes. And some of his plays are super ugly, but mm. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Compared to, say, Drew Locke, who I, we were just talking about, I right? Think, yeah, we have I an NFL team that right now would have to go to with Drew Locke or Sam Ellinger. And, <laughs> you know, I, I believe that he was better than Trevor Wentz Lawrence was though. last year. Well, everybody was better <laughs> yeah. than Trevor Lawrence last year. What do you think this does for Terry McLaurin? Uh, it's got to improve it. Has it, to, it's, right? It's got to improve it. You you got uh, it's it's clearly a quarterback upgrade. No matter how much you love Taylor Heineke, it's clearly an upgrade. So you got to love it for McLaurin. I don't know that he can support more than that, though. I don't know that they'll have more than that. Yeah. Last pick of the of your draft, Curtis Samuel. Sure. Yep. Yep. Can bounce. You know, lost the whole last year on injury. Had looked good the year before. And let's be honest, a few years ago, he was kind of running that Debo Samuel role. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a copycat league. Maybe Ron Rivera's like, I did this with you in Carolina. Well, that was the hope last year. Yep. He just wasn't, he was just, just never, never healthy, healthy. Unfortunately. Then there's this guy. Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. Yep, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to war with sad Tromboneski. Uh, almost everything I've heard, Scott, has been positive. Yeah. How do you feel about sad Tromboneski as the trigger man for the Pittsburgh Steelers? In, in comparison to... Uh... In comparison to Mason Rodolph, maybe it's a, it's a, it's a major upgrade. <laughs> yes. um, I do want to dig into the data on which side of the field Deontay Johnson lines up on. So I know because, because <laughs> Trubisky can't throw left, <laughs> um, but uh, don't forget that, middle. <laughs> also middle. something of a problem. <laughs> and he's not great at right either, but <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm fine with it. I, Ben Roethlisberger has not been good the last two years. I don't no. think it's the bi- as big of a downgrade for these pass catchers as we think it well, is. Who says it's a downgrade even? Maybe yeah. not compared I, to what Ben was giving you. Right. The The only wonder is if he's going to check down like he, like Najee, he was never, Trubisky's never been a check down artist to running backs. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge thing for Najee Harris. So I wonder if that's going to be an issue. But, but he can. I mean, yeah. I, th- I don't think he's going to have a problem throwing a swing pass to Najee Harris. Yeah. Some yeah. would wonder, I, but I, I don't I, think I so. just worry that he likes to go the nah, 15 yard play. I was, I was going to say big play, but he doesn't really go big play he either. Kind of doesn't, does he? Um, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, uh, and to, and Pat Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. What do you think about them now that Mitch Trubisky's there? I have them all about the same place. I had them. Honestly, uh, I, I haven't, I haven't moved him a whole lot. I worry that, uh, Deontay Johnson's volume is not going to be there because mm-hmm. Ben just, just hyper targeted him and, and Trubisky's never really been a hyper targeter either. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess if I had to move someone down, it'd be Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, I think was overvalued last year. I think it's come back down to a reasonable value because he's sure. a good contested yeah. catch guy. He's a big guy that can catch touchdowns. It might even be, yeah, but he did right it last now. year, which was really frustrating. Right. Yeah, but yeah. maybe this yeah, like two maybe he'll bounce back this year. You I think he had like nine receiving so. the year before, so. right? As a rookie, yep, who didn't even do much in the first like third of his rookie year. Yep, and then Chase Claypool came alive. Um, Juju Smith Schuster, I believe, is he's still a free agent, isn't he? Yeah, I don't I think he's. he's I don't think he's yeah. anywhere yet. Yeah, correct. So it'd be interesting to find out. Now he lingered a long time last year's free mm-hmm. agency, and he did a one-year one deal. deal. <laughs> and he promptly got hurt. Yes. So, 
Yeah, not not a good year for the one year prove it deal. No, it really was not. Uh, I think that's the key quarterbacks that we know have moved. Let's go to some of the other key uh, key elements, including Allen Robinson going to the Rams, forty six and a half million dollars. He's coming off a dreadful season <sighs> last year. That I, th- but he's he's literally never had good quarterbacking yeah. until now. Yeah, and not only that. His whole career, he has been the number one receiver with terrible number twos and three. Yeah, like point. he has yeah. always had to face either the best coverage or bracket coverage. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to a place where there's Cooper Cup right there, and he gets right. to be the second man with his his talent. Granted, he's older and he hasn't showcased it quite as much in recent years. But I kind of love this position for him. I'm the money's a little shocking. But, I am a little surprised he got as much as he did, although happy for him. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. I what do you think happy. this means for Robert Woods coming off the ACL? You're hearing he's a trade candidate, and I, I don't doubt that. Man, um, I think I think it's a bigger sign that they probably won't bring OBJ back, even though they've they've expressed that they want to. I think OBJ might just rehab all year and then midseason be like, "Who's the Super Bowl contender?" Yeah, I'm gonna go there. Yeah, <laughs> go there. Uh, but I, you're right. I don't think OBJ is gonna be on a team for a while. Yeah, I th- I do think that they want Robert Woods back, but uh, you've heard the rumors. Yeah, it's it'll be fascinating to watch how that ends up playing itself out. Devontae Adams goes to the Raiders. Uh, costing them a first and second round pick, obviously a huge, a huge signing for the Raiders. Who now, Derek Carr's got three really good yeah. targets right now. Hunter yep. Renfro, who yep. was so good in the last half of last season, um, and then obviously Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. Yep. What are your thoughts on that offense now? Adams turned down more money from the Packers to go to Las Vegas. That's his dream scenario. Yeah. His his dream play go home to play there and to play with his college quarterback. Yeah. Um, I really like it. Like, I, I think that offense is going to, it, it was already decent. Like Carr is not as bad as people think he is, No, but he's the fourth best quarterback in his division. So it looks weird. It says a lot. Doesn't yeah. It? Yeah. But that offense should be so much. It better. should be good. It you should know? be absolutely good. I hope they work on the offensive line. It was bad. La- they, you know, they blew it all up last year. I hope yep. it gets better this year. I hope they add some pieces to it. And that would certainly help Adams. Does Adams stay in the first in the first round in your mind? I think I moved him around wide receiver seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's on that edge. Like I, I think he's gone by. He's gone in the first two rounds. Still, yeah, he might be gone on the corner. But it's it's he's really pushing that. I think he moves out of the to me yeah. the middle of the first yeah. round because he was the sole focus of a passing game yeah. led by Aaron Rodgers to now being. One of three very yeah. good viable targets in a Derek Carr. I think that's offense. just enough to push him in the second. There's yeah. there's enough guys that are just clear ones or clear bell cows or you know a tight end yeah. <laughs> in the first. Amari Cooper goes to the Browns, where he becomes the go-to receiver. The leading <laughs> yes. Browns receiver last year had 573 yards. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Nobody emerged. I'm taking the over. Yeah, that you'd certainly hope so, right? Did you see his picture with his jersey? He did not look happy to be a Brown. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't up to him. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't want Baker Mayfield as his quarterback either. Who insert quarterback here? We don't. don't I don't think Baker's coming back. See, I do. I think Baker's. uh, Baker's. Here's why. You think Baker's first? He lives there. He lives there. So, like, Baker lives there. That's the stadium's his house. Oh, oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, there being the stadium. Correct. So he kind of has to stay. Yeah. Baker is in the last year of his rookie deal. He's making mm-hmm. really good money 
this year. And he just he needs to perform well here and get his big next contract. And I know he wouldn't rather do it in Cleveland, but really where else could he go that is a viable opportunity for him? I mean, there's a few places he could go to the Saints. Saints whoever loses out in the Deshaun Watson thing, uh, maybe Carolina. I mean, there are other places <sighs> he go, but, go, but people <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, Carolina, they're it's it's just it's just, they're kind of stuck, right? Now, they yeah. don't get Deshaun Watson, and he's going to end up in the division. Yep. He's going to end up with the Falcons or the Saints. Yep. It's a tough spot. I don't know. I think I think Baker Mayfield, I'm not as down on, on Mayfield. I think Mayfield with a chip on his shoulder through all of this might be better. And it might be a bit of a wake-up call hmm. that his immaturity is being called out um, and some of the locker room stuff's being I called out that. on him. I can see that. It might be good for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sure. I'm opti- I'm more optimistic than most. Chase Edmonds goes to Miami. Two years, $12.5 million. This has become a crowded backfield <laughs> of mediocrity. Yeah, that's I was gonna I was gonna say that's that's a nice way to put it. Because it's ugh, it Raheem Mostert signed there. Duke Johnson finished the season with a couple of good games. Miles Gaskin, you never knew when to start him. Um I think Philip Lindsay ended the season there, but he's an unrestricted free agent. Um, Mike McDaniel brought in his old fullback too. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, from a couple stops ago. So Alec Ingle. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And so yeah, the, and he brought in Mostert from 49ers. So right. Like, right. Mostert got a pretty good deal for a guy who's. It feels know. like he's going to run that same scheme the 49ers ran, and he's going to use a bunch of different backs. <laughs> Probably bad for fantasy, bad for fantasy. I think you're right about that. Okay. Let's go to, well, how about this? Let's take a break. Mm. Um, give our sponsors a chance to sell you a bunch of stuff. Nice. Then we'll come back and talk through some of the other things, including a, what feels like totally new Jaguars team and maybe some fantasy angles that we did not expect with the Jacksonville Jaguars. When we come back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Scott Fish with you. You are at Scott Fish twenty four on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I am at Paul Charchi on Twitter. We encourage you to follow us because we are very, very fun to follow. Very uh, fun. So it's so much fun. So many stories about my son. I got but one now all the time. I got one now. How, how are his brackets? You mentioned uh, oh, busted. Oh. His, his first ever busted bracket. It was so cute. So Do you cute. remember where you were when, yeah. your, when your kid busted his first bracket? Uh, imagine imagine <laughs> picking Iowa as the champion, but also picking Kentucky to lose. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah, the Kentucky lost, but then picked Iowa. We're, we Mom and dad grew up in St. Peter, Minnesota, so uh, St. Peter's. Um, that's why. Anyway, on the Jacksonville situation, we're going to talk about Jacksonville. Yeah, let's talk Jags. Uh, first, let's go with the... Christian Kirk signing for an insane yes. seventy-two million with, and it could be more with incentives. What? Yeah. So th- this is where I was going with my son. Is he asked me why did the Jags get a bunch of not so good receivers when they could have gotten a really good receiver? <laughs> That's a fair question. And it's it's tough to tell a nine-year-old why bad teams stay bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how to have that conversation with him at nine. So maybe you can help me with that, Judge. <laughs> you can't always get what you want. And if you're the Jaguars, you might want to have the best receiver available, but it could be that person doesn't want to play for your team. It's absolutely so true. now you have to buy mid-tier talent yep. and make them make a monetary decision and commit to your team that way. So Trevor Lawrence gains all of this. Yes. Most importantly, Brandon Sheriff. So they have a new starting right guard. Yes. That, that was one the of the best piece. guards. In the, one, one of the best guards yep. in the league. And they needed that because Trevor Lawrence was under siege all the time. Right. They, they went back to the franchise tag on Cam Robinson again. Mm-hmm. It'll be a second straight year with the franchise tag. Then they added... Zay Jones, who flashed some signs of competency with the Raiders last year. And then also uh, they added, as we mentioned, Christian Kirk. How do you this? And Evan Ingram. And Evan Ingram. Yeah, we should mention that too. 120 mil in those three receiving options. Good God. It reminds me of the Patriots last year with all the bad money they spent on receivers and tight ends last year. Okay. So your thoughts on this whole offense and how much better it may get next year? And we still don't know who the running back's going to be. The running back's a total mystery at this point. Because James Robinson and ATN does come back, but James Robinson probably won't. And most people felt going into last year, ATN would not be a full-time back. Right. So what are your thoughts on this, on this Jaguars offense? It's, it's got to improve. Uh, Trevor Lawrence threw 12 touchdowns passes last year. Like that's, that has to, that has to improve. And I think that this is, this is their mid tier way of being like, we're going to surround you with, you know, players. Yeah. Um, 
players that are better options than were last year. They still have Dan Arnold too. They can run a lot of 12 personnel and have two, but then you got two tight end pass catchers out there. Jamal Agnew should be back and healthy. He was a little, a little scatterbug out there. Like he, he made some plays. Um, why? It, okay. It's got to be a little bit better, but it, we're, it's not going to be like, Oh, the chiefs or the, or the chargers or the Raiders. It's going to be better, but we're talking maybe like 23 touchdown pass better, not 12. Yeah. Right. Which would help a lot, actually. Yeah. You know, we'll take the 23. Yeah. If we can get to that point. Um, for those in dynasty leagues and especially in Superflex that drafted Trevor Lawrence early last year, mm-hmm. this, this is, it's, it feels like we're all ready to make or break year. They've done all of these, all of their offseason machinations for the Jaguars were all designed around putting Trevor Lawrence yep. in a position to it's be 100% better. 100% what it was. And if he and if he isn't, that's really then, then, got, he's, then he's just cut bad. Betas, you could then, cut bait as early as then next he's, year. You know, Jamarcus. You know, Ooh, that's <laughs> purple if it, drank. If you're going purple drank, it's, on Trevor Lawrence, if, that'd be well, bad. If it doesn't work, if he throws twelve touchdown passes in his yeah. second year with more weapons and a year to have, mm-hmm. he'll have the full off season, which he didn't have last year. You know, he's instead of a COVID shortened gets drafted off season, he gets a full off season this year. It's his second year. Things are slowed down. If he can't perform, he might just not be it. He might not be it. Uh, and I thought, even when given a clean pocket and an open receiver, yep. he was misfiring he, all over the field. I, we talked about this. I watched a lot of the Jags games in my rewatches. And I'm like, this is the most off target quarterback in the NFL. Yes. He's off target all the time, all the time. Yeah. And not all of that was because his offensive line wasn't good enough. His receivers right. weren't good enough. Nope. He just missed guys. He just missed. So, you know, I, I love that the Jaguars are doing so much to answer the, to the question of what they've got in Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> to me, that's still not obvious. That was part of Evan Ingram's interview. Can you be okay with a quarterback that's <laughs> off target? That's all I know. He's like, this is, this is good for me. DJ Chark left uh, Jaguars and went to Detroit. That Detroit offense is kind of good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so let's, let's talk through Detroit for just a minute. Uh, they added DJ Chark. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, I, I tweeted about this. His final six games of last year, yeah. he was averaging eight catches a game. Oh, top of my head. Eight catches a game. I think it was 69 yards, yep. almost a touchdown per game. He was Jamar Chase's full season. He yep. was in those final six games. Yep. Now, I mean, we always have the caveat. Hawkinson Swift missed oh, all yep, of right. it or most of it, like injured or missed all yeah. of it. All of those games. And so. so that offense almost had to go through Amon Ross St. Brown, but he was yep. a rookie who performed very yep. well. You, you know me. I love Amon Ross. So you do. I love so, the sun God. Yeah. Uh, I think that was just his natural way of growing throughout the season. And then they realized, yes, this kid's good. We're going to, but we're coming to this year. There's going to be more options, you know, it's, but the, the offense is sneaky. Good. Swift can do it through the air and on the ground. Yep. Uh, Hawkinson is one of the better tight ends in the league. Chark has had decent flashes with, you know, pretty bad quarterbacks. Yeah. But he'll um, unlock a deeper passing game yep. than we've seen yep. from Detroit yep. since Kenny Galladay was good. Yep. And Amon Ra's there. And I, I think, you know, like Desmond Ritter is going to be the quarterback probably <laughs> like at 32. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not impossible. No. Um, this is, let's remember the offensive line for the Lions as well. Three first round picks. I mean, this is, they can protect whoever their quarterback is. Right. 
and find ways to get the ball to the handful of playmakers they've got. I'm I'm bullish on they, the Lions. They have some really they have an interesting setup in that they have a lot of near the line of scrimmage playmakers that can get the ball short and then make plays like Swift and Khalif Raymond resigned there and Amon Ra. All those guys can do short take short stuff and make something happen. All right, I've got a couple more for you. Hayden Hurst went to the Bengals, and yeah, I think this is I think this is a quiet, sneaky move. We're always looking for our tight yes. end sleepers and yeah, you know, that second tight end you can throw a dart at. Yes. You know, he goes right to the top of the depth chart. He's gonna beat yep. out Drew Sample. Yeah. And granted, it's Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and and Tyler Boyd, and those guys are always mm-hmm. going to be one, two, and three. But yep. we've seen we've seen, you know, flashes of use for that tight end position spread yep. out across different guys and there could be there could be a little something here for Hayden Hurst. I, I think he's your, going to be your classic take a chance on me matchup play guy. Yeah. Seven times or si- five to seven times next year. That's that's where I view him. Cedric Wilson left the sad. Cedric well, disappointed me frankly by leaving the Cowboys because I liked him to step into the Amari Cooper role. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to happen yep. now. Looks like they they wanted to go with Gallup off the ACL and for more money. Then mm-hmm. Cedric Wilson, who it seemed like every time he was, they asked him to fill in. Cedric Wilson did really well. He did. Yep. I don't understand the move. So anyway, he's now in in Miami, which puts him in kind of a crowded spot. Although you know he's been in crowded spots before. Devontae Parker, um, Cedric Wilson, Preston Williams is there, and of course Jalen Waddle coming off a very good season. Yeah, uh, Preston just resigned. Um, at least they got rid of Will Fall- Will Fuller. Um, I believe that this is Devonte Parker's last year too. And Cedric Wilson was three years. So maybe, right it's, maybe that. it's a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit crowded right now. And Mike McDowell seems to think everything's going to run through Waddle. I like, I am Teddy Bridgewater is a very limited quarterback, uh, but I love, I love him as a backup, backup yeah. right? I mean, you know, this gives me confidence that if anything happens to Tua, including, you know, the prospect that his play just doesn't get any better, mm-hmm. um, that there's a guy behind him that is not a disaster. Yes. And that's, you know, there are only a handful of teams in the NFL that can say that. Mm-hmm. The final guy I want to talk to you about is a Scott Fish favorite. <laughs> okay. Russell Gage. I do like him. Tampa Bay, three years. And if there's one thing that we learned last year when – you know, if there's one key reason why Tampa got knocked out of the playoffs early, it was all the injuries at wide receiver. And also because Tom Brady hates everyone at wide receiver, except for Evans and Godwin. He really does. I mean, <laughs> Tyler Johnson, you know, had, I don't know, 14 opportunities to be like, step up and be the man. And, and Brady yep. wouldn't even throw to him. You, you know how big of a difference this is? Do you, you heard the story of how Russell Wage got, got to Tampa? No. Tom Brady personally called him up and told him to come to Tampa. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Personal phone call. And, and people are like, if you're Russell Gage, you're like, yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. Tom Brady calls you up. You, you're going. You kind of go, and it's, you know, especially if they're going to throw $30 million at you. Yeah. What? So I, I don't think we're sitting in a situation where Tom Brady is going to hate Russell Gage. No, I don't like, think so either. Russell Gage is a guy that I consistently saw make really good leaping splash plays, but not consistently. And a lot of times he needed a lot of targets. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Chris He's Godwin, of course, coming, coming off, off the ACL. ACL. Yeah. So, you know, it could be that Russell Gage and Mike Evans are starting. <laughs> and a late season, like four, week 15, 14 ACL, yeah, like late, a late right? season. I mean, so. there's, it could be Halloween before Godwin's getting, you know, regular full-time reps. Probably yep. won't be. The ACLs are so much faster yeah, now than they so used to be. Faster. But 
Um, do you, and I think Rob Gronkowski probably comes back probably. now. They probably get Fournette back. They get the gang back together. Yep. One yep. more try. Yep. It feels like it's going to go down that way. Excited for it. I am excited for it. Those are the key big t- players who changed teams. And again, we're not doing, at least not this episode, players who stayed. Next week, it's going to be more of the same, Scott. Mm-hmm. It'll be players who, you know, players who've moved, or maybe in that case, because these are now we're next week, we'll have seconds, more second tier players. Uh, we might do some of the players who stayed as well, but such an exciting time of year. Oh gosh. It's so much fun. It's, it's amazing how even with March madness going on, the NFL is like, no, we're going to handle the news cycle. It's okay. They ne- they're never out of it. No, never. Selection Sunday was ruined by Tom Brady. Yes. Went down at the exact same time. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's, the NFL. It's juggernaut. Too much fun. Unlike anybody yes. else. <laughs> uh, thank you, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll have you back on soon. Yeah, Matt and Brian need to stop hogging all the all the all the spots. Yeah, exactly. We've already, we've already got Matt lined up for next week, but maybe the week after that we'll have you back. Sounds good. All right, thanks for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, rated, reviewed the podcast, please do, and we encourage you to again follow Scott on Twitter at scottfish twenty four twenty four. Dang it, <laughs> Ken Griffey Junior. Yes, there it is at Paul Charchi, and we'll talk to you in a week, everybody. Bye bye. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.